stuff and whatever's going on in his brain, you know it is 100% Bridget! All right, here I am. It's me talking about something. So at the beginning of every show, I got to say all the other, I got to say all the stuff to help get me spread out around the world. So uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, and ring the bell. Ding, ding, ding. I don't have a ding, ding, ding. I'm going to have to get, I'm going to have to get a ding, ding, ding sound so I can just play it whenever I want to. Kind of like all the other stuff I can do that I just don't because, you know, I'm weird, but that's okay. So. If you're listening on audio, if you know somebody that wants to listen on audio, you can tell them to go to uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and pretty much anywhere podcasts are available, there I am. So so make sure to check us out on audio. Make sure to check us out right here on YouTube. I'm also on Facebook, so you can check me out there. And if you just don't want to click on anything right now, when you get an opportunity, go to 100richard.com. Once again, 100richard.com. Click on the Listen tab. You can listen right there off the website, or you can click on other places to go, and it'll take you there. So here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to talk about calling. Maybe not that kind of calling. (laughs) So all throughout the Bible, so, you know, if you read the Bible, God has chosen people. He, he picks somebody, he picks Moses, he picks Noah, he picks Peter, Paul, Mary. <laughs> he picks people to do his business, to do his tasks, or to perform his work here on the earth. And really, that's what, that's what God did with Jesus. He said, Jesus, you go down here, you become flesh, and you become suffering so that the people can continue to live an eternal life spiritually and so he's always choosing somebody down here on earth. You've probably heard the terminology, I am his hands and I am his feet. So we do what God tells us to do. So guided by Holy Spirit, you know, so things like that. So, but usually, you know, and, and people say not everybody has a calling. Well, everybody has a calling. We're all called to the, rec- we're all called to, to, to bring people into the reconciliation of Jesus Christ. Just go read Ephesians. So we're all called to talk to somebody else. That's what that's what the the Great Commission was all about. You go out and give the gospel, right? So we're all called, and some of us are called to do other things, you know. And if you're called to speak, go speak. If you're called to encourage, go encourage. If you're called to prophesy, go prophesy. You can look all that stuff up. If you're called to give, go give. If you're called to do these things, go do those things. And he calls you no matter where you're at in life. I think that's the big trick is that we, we think we have to be ready when he calls us. Well, he's already called you. So you're already ready. So the day you went, Jesus come into my life. And at that very moment, he's called you to go tell somebody else about him. And if all you know is John three sixteen, you are graced to go and do that. So that's what you're supposed to do. Now he doesn't ask you if you have a resume, he doesn't go, okay, well, Hey, You know, um, I would like you to preach the gospel from a stage. Let's say you're a pastor. Uh, I would like to see your resume. Have you ever done this before? No pastor that stepped into a pastoral role had ever done it before. None. Now, they may have been accidentally, no, I'm not going to say accidentally, but they may have been trained without knowing it because they went to drama school or they did acting or they did something like that. I'm not saying that pastoring is acting. 
but you're comfortable on stage if you've done that kind of stuff. Is that true? You can't say that's not true. Right? So he doesn't ask for a resume. He doesn't say, hey, have you done this before? I need to know if you're already perfect. He just says, you go do this. And he doesn't ask how prepared you are. Well, you know, I haven't gone to Bible school yet. You know what? When I was a youth pastor, I was youth pastoring while going to Bible school. So I basically just preached everything that I was being taught. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. But 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 he doesn't ask you how prepared you are. He doesn't say those kinds of things. And he doesn't care what kind of obstacles are going to be in the way. Why? Because if he's called you, he's got your back. So when an obstacle arises, you have to understand God's going to be there for you within those obstacles. Now, he also gives us provisions, you know, so he will give people along the way. I'm going to show you all this stuff here in just a minute. But the very first thing you have to do is say yes to the calling. So even if you just, even if all you ever do is just talk to somebody about Jesus, you still have to say yes to do that because God will put you in place to talk to people. And this is Isaiah 6, 8. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom then shall I send? And who will go for us? Then I said, here am I, send me. See, that's the first trick. You have to be able to say, here am I. Moses said, here am I. Uh, Paul said, here am I. He had to get kicked off a horse, but he said, here am I. Peter said, here am I. You know, now they may not have physically said these, these words, but when Jesus told Peter initially when he first met him, hey, go, go throw your nets out on the other side and then come follow me. So he comes in, his fishes are falling out and breaking his nets and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, I'll go follow that dude. At that moment, he said, here am I. At that very moment, that's when he said yes. That's when he first said yes to the call. So, and in, in that's, that's where you have to have an understanding is that you've you got to say yes first. Because, you know what? Jesus will let you make your own decisions. That's, that's called free will. So, he told Adam, don't eat from the fruit. He ate from the fruit. You know, he, he let him make the decision himself. So, you don't have to do what God tells you to do. You just might have a miserable life. <laughs> and then the second thing is, after you say yes... You might want to get some help from your homies. <laughs> Don't forget help. You know, I can't even do what I'm doing right now as I sit here by myself in my in my podcast space without somebody having helped me out. Somebody had to say, "You one, you have to have people that will encourage you. Yeah, you could do that. Absolutely, you could do that. Okay, I think I could do that. God said I could do it. You said I could do it. I could probably do it. Because we take those things from our peers when people are encouraging us and we actually grow from that. So one, we have to have people telling us, hey, yeah, you can do that. You can handle this. You can, you can take off in that. Cool, man, I'm going to do it. And then you have people that help you with things. So like I had a friend from Oxnard. Hey, Oxnard man. Um, he gave me a call. He, he heard my first podcast and gave me a call and said, hey, try this, try this, try this. People step in out of the blue sometimes. And then there's also people that are already there with you ready to do this. So watch this. I'm going to take this part right there. Moses had an issue. Man, the guy could not speak good. At least that's what the Bible says. In Exodus chapter 4, I'm going to read a bunch of Bible right now. So in Exodus chapter 4, right around 10 through 15, Moses said to the Lord, Oh, my Lord, I am not eloquent. 
So the non-eloquent guy uses a word like eloquent. Well, whatever. <laughs> Neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. So he's telling God, you want me to go into this place and talk to the the, the, the Pharaoh and, and say, let my people go. And I, I can't talk good. You know, so the Lord told him, who has made man's mouth? Well, man, if you can't talk good and you're supposed to be a preacher, you have to really say, okay, well, who made man's mouth? Well, God made your mouth, so guess what? God can utilize it. Or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seeing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? Now, therefore, go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall say. So, one, God's on your side, right? I'm going to go through a whole bunch of those in just a minute. And he also says, I got somebody for you. But he said, oh, Lord, please send by, send by the hand of whoever else you may send. So here's Moses. He said yes, but now he's trying to get out of it. How many times have we done that? So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. God goes, look, Jabron, you, I said you could do this. You said you could do this. Now you're trying to get out of it. You, you said yes. You know, he's all, what? okay, this is what I'll do. Is not, now this is in verse 14. Is not Aaron the Levite your brother? Dun, dun, dun. I know that he can speak well. And look, he is also coming out to meet you. So right at this moment, here comes Aaron, right on time. And look, he's also coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. Now you shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth that I will be with your mouth and with his mouth and I will teach you what you should do. So here's here's Moses' brother Aaron. He's like, hey, I can't speak good. And God's like, well, I will give you the words. He's like, I don't care if you're going to give me the words. I can't speak good. So God goes, okay, here's Aaron. He can speak good. So whatever I tell you, you tell Aaron, Aaron will speak. So (laughs) you have to have your homies around, your good homies. You got to have your friends around, the people that lift you up. You have to have people around you that are going to say you can do this. And then when you get into a place where you really don't know how to do something, you have to have those people in place to help you along the way that know how to do what you don't know how to do. See, like, I'm not good at going to the hospital and praying for people because I, I'm just like, I'm, I'm different that way. You know, I, I just, okay, uh, be strong. Uh, I, don't, I just don't know the words, you know. I'm not comfortable in those situations. But I know people who are. <laughs> so if somebody asks me, I'll say, hey, can you come with me and help me out with this? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, no problem. So I'll still go, but I'll bring somebody with me that's a little bit better at those situations than I am. And that's why churches have so many people that serve. Because the pastor can't do everything by himself. So he has to have people with other giftings and other callings and other things in order to grow that thing. And so that that would work function and function properly, right? And... You have to make sure you have help from God. Well, because a lot of people do this. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a preacher, or I'm going to be in the pulpit, or I'm going to do this, or this is my calling, and I'm just going to go do it. Um, don't forget God. He's the one that gave you the ability to begin with. He's the one you said yes to. You might want to take him with you. So you have to have God on your side, and you have to remember to allow him to push you into the places that you've never been before, Otherwise, you, you will just struggle. Now, watch this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a bunch of scriptures. So here's Matthew 28, 20. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Teaching them to observe all things. 
pay attention to everything around you. You have to make sure that you're paying attention to the stuff that's around you. If you're if you're in a position that 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 you have to have knowledge of stuff, you know, like if you got to turn on a monitor for your for your pastor, go make sure your monitors are turned on in the lobby. You know, that's not hard stuff to do. But pay attention, observe all the things that I have commanded you to. And lo, I am with you all always even to the end of age. God is saying in Matthew 28, I am with you no matter what, no matter what your struggle is, no matter what the obstacle is, no matter what, that's why he doesn't care what obstacles are in the way because he's with you to take you through all the way to the end with no matter what you're called to do. Joshua 1.5, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. As he was with Moses, he will be with you. Now, I know he's talking to Joshua, but he will be with you as he was with Moses, as he was with Joshua, as he was with Joseph, as he was with all these people that he's chosen before you to go do something. He's going to be with you all the way down the run. So you don't have to worry. Why? Because God's going to be right next to you the whole time when you step into this thing that God has for you to do. Now, here's 2 Timothy. Watch this. But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me so that the message might be preached fully through me and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. So God, God was, ding, come on, right? He will, when you say yes, you attach yourself to God. When you say yes to your calling, when you say, here am I, you attach yourself to God. You attach yourself to his presence. And, and he will start to move, move you, push you, guide you, mold you, change you, direct you, and get you through all the things that you need to get through in order to get his word across because that's what he designed us for. And this whole thing starts with a yes. Even if you're thinking that you're not qualified or that you might fail or that you're going to screw this thing up, don't worry. God is there with you. And he will put people in your path that will help you succeed. That's the big trick. If you want to succeed, you got to have an understanding that God's on your side and people will step in to help you out. So make sure to have a wonderful weekend. If you don't have a home church, check out generationschurch.tv. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Right on, right on.